Welcome back, episode one fifteen, post ninety podcast. Here after another another win against the Canadian team. I think Jr. DeBart from Blue City Radio put up some stat, and it was us against Canadian teams, and then us against the field, and it was Canada. I think we're four or five and one. And then the rest of the league, it's 12 and 10. Awful. Minus 10 goal differential. And then we're positive against Canada. I don't know what it is about Toronto. We own Canada. Yeah, we, we own Canada. If, if Montreal is in town, if Vancouver's in town, Toronto, even when it's not Sean led or Insigne led. I know. Because I League's Cup showed the result would not have changed if Sean was in. No, there's a, there is a lot to talk about. There's almost not a lot to talk about because with things like that in mind, it's it's hard to take too, too much from this result. You don't want to get too, too hyped up and get overconfident. We have, we're have running into a buzzsaw next week with Inter-Miami. So I want the boys to be confident, but I don't I don't need them to take too much from this result. Well, that's kind of the, the writing on the wall with the whole thing is Toronto being the worst team in the league. Uh, and not even having their keep. Their, number their one keeper, keeper. Insigne, wasn't playing. I think aside from that, that, that was probably their two big omissions. But We were missing a player. Yeah. The I mean, entire crowd. The crowd, Maxi. <laughs> we could really run down the list if we want to talk about players that should be here. Yeah. Should know. But f- for what we've kind of looked like, a lot of the, the stats that came out about Toronto, I think they said they hadn't scored in over 700 minutes. And I thought back to our June and our, our March and the many months where things ran on like that. And you're right. It does. It, it becomes hard to make a big deal out of it or to gain too much confidence from it. I think the players will be fine, but as fans, we kind of have to temper our expectations. It is Toronto. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I, I, it's still a win that has been very, very hard to come by for us. Now it's our second in a row. And a clean sheet as well in a row, right? We didn't get scored on last game. Right? So I don't remember. I don't if we remember. did, I don't add any. It was three days ago. Which but, is bad for our, our thinking mentally. I think we've been grinding too much FIFA, honestly, <laughs> yeah. to like remember yeah. anything right now. Yeah. That and all the, the, the multi-boxing of football screens along yeah. pushing pushing the nycfc game to 1 p.m because the red bulls sewage pipes can't keep themselves under control is unacceptable and through and through that is the reason why we need our own home yeah at 100 yeah and you can't you just can't have that happen and i would have liked to see if we're gonna move things on last notice anyways just sauce us to yankee or city field or whatever right. it takes but yeah i think there was a lot of good things to be excited about in this game whether it's julian the Julian's goal and, and him and Tala is linking up and even before Baki comes out who had a rough game and we could get into that um is linking up with all of our attacking players yeah he's a man reborn right now yeah, you, you even see the man's tracking back he's trying to defend he literally looked like a different player I've never seen that version of Tala's ever in my life and I don't know I don't know how he got so much confidence off of that one goal, but I'm so happy he did. I think you said he had two assists today. Yeah. Killer performance. I, I don't know. Like, Jason, yeah, I, I understand he gets the goal. That puts us ahead. Technically, that's the winning goal. But it's hard to it's hard to look past Tallis as not being the man of the match. He was my man of the match, honestly, for the game. And there were a few... This is one of the few games this season where there were a few guys you could have given it to i think you could have got away with perea getting it you could have got away with jason and talis santi probably on the short list he's not up there with those three guys but if it wasn't going to be one of them three that ball to open up the game to perea to really not kick off the night but because it was 1 p.m but kick off the day uh, the night because it's such a bad day yeah but it was that was a perfect ball perea gets his his first goal ever for us and to me the the 
cliff note on that one is we need to find a way to make Perea permanent by any means necessary. Yeah. And we've been, Which, we've I all mean, been saying it. It shouldn't be that hard. It's really a conversation of you wanted this guy to go out on loan. Did you see what you wanted from him? If not, let's, let's figure something out. Let's, let's get a price on it. Well, that's the issue is they are also well, seeing. He's done and he's <laughs> raised his own seeing. price. Like, yeah. He's helped us, but he's hurting us later if we do want to go in for him. Well, and, and other clubs around the league are seeing this too. Yeah, that's true. Or the world. I just hope that the front world. office sees what happened today with Sands and Perea. That is by far your, the best midfield we've had in a long, long time. Like mm-hmm. since Maxi was in his championship form with us. With Sands too. Yeah. Yeah. That it, it is, it just works. That's all you have to say. It works. What do you think it is about? him that just makes it work is it just i know one He's of my favorite sayings that you you say is the busy the busiest bee or whatever you call yeah. it the busy bee buzzing around the field He's, He's everywhere he'll yeah he'll literally be in the box contesting a, t- a header to score he did in the second minute yeah. and then if, if for whatever reason it, it doesn't go in he's back yeah. stopping stopping something in our box it's because because Sands is such, a, like, he is a true defensive midfielder. He really doesn't, you'll see him go forward, and he's, the pressure allows it for us to be up there. He'll be up there. Realistically, he wants to stay back there and defend. He really doesn't want to come up much. Perea really is that box-to-box guy that is so good in all of those areas. <laughs> and he's fast, and he's athletic, and he, he has knowledge of the game. I just think he is such a unique player that we've, really been missing because Keaton is everything that Perea is, but his athleticism kind of holds him back a little bit in ways that Perea does not have to worry about. Yeah, I would agree with that. And I think he is potentially a little bit more defensive minded than Keaton in the way that, like you said, I guess he can do it all on both sides of the ball. And even just thinking about it now, that does wonders for our attack too. Because I think we've always been a team, especially with Ronnie a team that prides themselves on all 11 people on the pitch are essentially defenders too. Like what we saw from Talis today where he comes back and he pokes that ball out from somebody on the top of our box to kill an attack. That is what Ronnie right. Ball is about. We see Matrita get shipped out for it. Medina get shipped out for not wanting to do it. And maybe it's a bit more of a, a city football group way because it's persisted after Ronnie. But Perea being that busy bee frees up defensive responsibility from people like Santi, right. who I think in the past has been asked to do probably a lot more defending than one he's ever done in his career, two that he's comfortable doing. So right. so now that you've allowed him that freedom to be like, okay, I have Perea and I have Sands backing me, I, yeah. I can feel comfortable staying higher up field than I usually would, or Cushing feels comfortable not barking at me to get back. And it allows him to kind of be creative the way that Santi needs to be to be the Santi that we want, which is thankfully coming out more and more, I think, these last few games because early mid-season, it's been tough from a DP standpoint. Like, impossible. Yeah. Can't well, be a DP and be what Santi early in mid-season was. Correct. If you had listened to that to the beginning of your point there as a clip, until you said per- that could have been that could have been a clip from any podcast we've ever made ever yeah back before Cushing because Medina Matrita yeah but yeah I think those two guys allow you as an attacker to be able to lose the ball and trying to make something happen and not feel like okay I'm gonna have to sprint the full length of the field right now to get back or else we're in trouble so it does it takes a little pressure off of them and you see it Talas is maybe the most confident we've ever seen him in in his career. I don't know if that's because he's he's seemingly learned English overnight. We got that 
that ice style spinner or whatever, whatever it is. We need this version of, of Talos. This is the version of Talos that is going to carry us, that can carry a team single-handedly. And it helps to have Santi there too, because although I don't think he's been in great form, he had a decent game today. And if you if can snowball that, those two together, it's going to be... I joked about it, but I genuinely feel like this team could make a run. It Playing like this. Well, and I think from a perspective too, with getting Santi going and more or less just having him around, a lot of what we saw in the past were our younger South American players all sticking together. And in a way, we ripped that whole family from yeah. Santi and Talis. And we brought in Gabby, which patched it up for a little bit, but then you rip him away as well. So when Gabby and Tiago Andraj and Hebert is gone, who was probably a leader to these guys, but we all know Hebert can <laughs> stay young with the best of them, no yeah. matter what age he is. It probably does drive a little bit of discomfort, but I think Santi and Tales, even when Tales scores that first goal in the midweek and he collapses, the first guy that gets to him is Santi, who is just wrapped around him, trying to big up, big up him as much as he can. And yeah, Santi in form and Tales in form, they're going to play off of each other, and everybody in the attack was. And I guess Julian has now been injected as another one of those South, younger South American kids that are going to have fun, at least. Yeah. And... The face you made, I, I think I know who you're talking or who you're talking about. But if you want to yeah, bring him up, Baki, man, he, man, I want him to be way better than he's been. I yeah. love him to death. And I think that there's moments where him and Talas are playing together, and there seems to be a real understanding of what the other is going to do. There's hints of the chemistry there. I just don't. He is. I don't know. Maybe he's got to get a couple of goals under him. And missing that pen really is detrimental to him, and, and it could have been really, really bad for the team because they, they immediately, uh, Toronto immediately goes down the field and almost scores on us after the missed pen. And, that, and we really could have been licking our wounds there. But Baki just has to play better, especially when you, when you see how the team performed once Baki was out and we were playing with kind of Santi, False Nine, Tallis, interchanging, whatever that was. We looked like we were going to go and put six on Toronto. And so that doesn't look good in terms of everyone on Twitter barking that Talas and Baki need to play together every game. It doesn't look good for that because without Baki there, honestly, we looked better. Mm -hmm. We looked like a more dangerous, killer instinct, you know, ruthless team. And honestly, if, if that's how it's going to be, I don't even want to see Baki on the field. No hate, but it is what it is. You yeah. can't be missing pens and then having the team look that good without you and, and have me holding a spot for you. It could be a, a communication thing, too. This was the first game that Baki and Talas has started together, period. Right. And I think you're right. We saw potential there for their, their linking up, and there was one or two plays where it went well and nothing came from it. But there was a lot of miscommunication going on. Somebody making a run and the other person thinking they were doing something else. I guess you would think in training they've been spending a ton of time together. But if all of the language has work. been that, that, that that's not going to happen, yeah. then there must not be that. that yeah, thing. yeah. But I, I'm hopeful that the more time they spend together on the actual field, it, it should come together. Should. It should. But Baki, you're right. He just has to be he has to be way more clinical. We've we've seen that even from the first game he played for us. We were there at City Field against Atlas yep. League's Cup. He had the opportunity to win the game. Yeah, to to write himself as an immediate legend in the club. Coming in after the game, Cushing said he was. 30 hours off a plane to score what would have been game winning or game tying forcing pens i think game winning because it was one to one right yeah or yeah but like but 
either way, we have that. And then uh, there were a run of games where he got two to three sitter headers in front of goal. And it's just not putting them away. In a lot of ways, it, it does hurt the team, especially on the penalty. You're right. You can't you can't be the guy that was brought in as the striker, as the only striker. And that's not necessarily your fault. The shipping out Seagal, we talked about during the game. You can't bring in a nine, ship right. every other nine out, and then be like, well, I mean, from Baki's perspective, there, he has nothing to worry about in terms of job security. So, and I'm, I'm not trying to say that he's not committed or motivated, but there is a different factor when like there's a guy right behind you that wants to take your job. Right. It, May love you, but yeah, wants your job. It, it ignites a different fire. And at the moment, even if it was Seagal, who a lot of people probably wouldn't consider true competition against Baki, Seagal came in and had two goals in four games, two of them being... Right game tying or game winning and stoppage time we need somebody to to i guess butt heads with baki and, and sharpen each other because yeah, I, yeah I, and maybe it has to be the the youths from nycfc too right because i read this today i think it was from source we had two md myers and uh, i can't remember the other kid's name maybe jimenez but i don't think it was two kids though from the second team that both scored 19 goals in yep. one Tati's golden boot season was 19 goals. Right. And we had two of them on one team. Yep. So. And neither one has gotten a look. We have the roster rules where you're allowed to bring them up for free. No strings attached. You don't have to pay those kids a cent, which, oh, it's kind of shitty, but it's there as a roster mechanic. Yep. And when you have the striker problems that we've had, there was a time when we had we had been in that Toronto drought of 700 minutes no goal, and we didn't even have the Baki or the Julian on our roster yet. Right. And these kids were not getting looks. So from an FO perspective, I, I don't know how you're not giving these kids just a shout. I guess you're pushing for the NYCFC to playoffs. But to me, I think probably to every club in the world, the first team takes ultimate precedent. The, sure. the, the reserves are not questioned if there's right. something going on with the big dogs. Exactly. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I just, what do you think in terms of O'Toole starting two games over Kufre? Well, I think it's good. I think it probably provided us the same kind of security that, that a Sands and a Perea has in the way of defense. I think in some games we got on here, I, I can't remember which one it was. It, it might have been the game right after Cincy, but it felt like Cushing walked up to Kufre in the locker room and had the keys to the sports car. It's <laughs> like, hey, these are yours now, and drive wherever you, do whatever you want. And we would see Kufre pulling himself from left back to right wing yeah, at times. yeah. To, to striker at times. And it did work. Uh, that There was production coming from it in the way that I think he scored a goal, had an assist. But I'm not sure that that is worth the trade-off of putting at the time like a Hack or a Cheneau or a, a hobbling Tiago Martins yeah. down a man against right. counterattacks. So I think O'Toole has provided a, a defensive blanket that is needed. Is we saw today to he drifted into the midfield and then seconds later kind of looked around and was like oh i gotta go back yeah. over there so he he jogged his way back to left back and that's a good it's a good thing right because then he's there and he's very serviceable on defense for sure um, and offense too yeah yeah he was unlucky at the end of the game not to get a goal too but i guess from the perspective of the defense it, i don't think there's a lot to talk about with it they've they just put out fires where there was and there was maybe one it wasn't even a good save it was right too but it was just good confidence to kind of parry the ball down and grab it, grab it for freeze. Defense was solid. I, it really, 
it really comes down to how how good our midfield was because they, they just killed everything. Like it, the defense really didn't have to deal with much. There's a few questionable moments after we missed a penalty, but I just think that there was some nerves there because you're like, shit, I don't want to lose this game now that we missed a penalty. But I think overall it was a, a solid team performance. There's some good things to pull from it. More confidence for Tal. Julian coming in and scoring a bail esque goal that was beautiful yeah just to see him blow by people and then put it on his left foot and go across goal that was beautiful well and if, if anybody was up. to know what a bale esque goal is you're the guy yeah the the i'm the og bail guy <laughs> the og bail guy yeah any anybody that's listening that's a bail guy you're not as big a bail no. guy no no i'm the og bail guy <laughs> i used to be the guy every single year that was fooled by the transfer rumor, Bale's going to United. Bale's going to United. Ever before he even went to Madrid, when he was like, "What is that Spurs?" Yeah. So yeah, that was Bale. That was Bale right there, using his speed. He, Julian's a little clumsy. He looks like he needs to work on his balance or something. He, he looks young. He does yeah, look. He looks young. like a deer that's <laughs> popped up, and he's trying to get his footing. But he looks like he's going to be a problem. He's a. He's like a. I see him as a slightly less refined Gabby, but with a higher ceiling. Higher ceiling, mm-hmm. looks more like a baller to me. In the future, it could be bad next it year for the league. It could be bad. For, yeah. If we retain, realistically, we're probably going to retain these players because most clubs are going to look at the first half of the year and be like, well, I can't take a chance on that happening again in my club. Mm-hmm. And so we're most likely retaining most of our players. Like a Ledesma, you mean? No, Ledesma's gone. You think he'll, he'll he's done? I don't know that we'll want him back. I think... Maybe at a if Cushing price. is the coach, he's going to fight so hard to get Matty back, but it's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Like, Matty's gone, in my opinion. Um, I don't know what his contract situation looks like. I think it's, it's only one year. I think it's a one-year prove-it. I'm okay. pretty sure I could be talking on my ass, but... If anything, you just have to get him off the salary that he's on. Yeah. You, you, you can't 100%. be paying a man. You have to buy him down. Yeah. And, and if he looks, I guess he did at the end of the game, and I'm not going to... I'm not going to gas it up. Really, all he did was get in there and kind of run around uh, and make the passes that needed to be made. He just looked like he had energy in a group of people that didn't have any energy. Exactly. Yeah. That's what he did. It's like when we're losing 3-0 to Cincinnati at halftime, and then in the 60th minute, people are like, we look so much better in the 60th minute. (laughs) Yeah. When all the starters are sincere out, they don't don't care anymore. Yeah. I know what you mean. When Yeah. When he has fresh legs and everybody else... Does is not. sucking wind. <laughs> Matty he looks great. like he's a million dollars. I mean, he looks. Yeah. He had a, good, a decent little cameo, but I don't think he'll make it back. And I think if it's not Nick, somebody's going to have the keys to a really, really expensive car that's just got a little bit of dust on it that just maybe needs a little oil, a little, little tune-up. And dude, we can yeah. go. Like, and this car can go. I was going to say, it needs a little self Tesla self-driving or something. It needs some... An upgrade. Yeah. <laughs> it, needs it, it, needs a stri- it needs a striker. <laughs> yeah, we no, were talking during yeah. the game, uh, we were talking about if we had if we had friggin', we would have won the whole friggin' thing. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you said to me on the couch. We would have won the whole yeah. friggin' thing. And it, it wouldn't have been it. close, boys. It wouldn't have been. If we had this roster, too. Like yeah, yeah. With Fernandez, with... All from, from the jump. Yeah. yeah. Like, we're the Cincy of the league if, if we have that. Not having it be Maxi's gone for most of the season, then he come, pops back up. And yeah. Sands, is, Sands get re, gets re-signed. If we had all of our a legends, games, a great striker. Yeah. <laughs> if we had David V, if we had Lampard, <laughs> yeah. we would honestly... If Pirlo was here and he cared this... <laughs> Pirlo was manager. Him, I, I was looking at him on, on FIFA to talk about our conversation earlier. I was trying to remember 
who I wanted to tell you about, uh, on his team sheet on the card, it has NYCFC. I didn't realize he only scored one goal yeah. ever for us. Ever. I think he had assists, though. But he, yeah, he was never really the goal feed, guy, right? He would feed via, via yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. I'm, I'm happy whenever we play at Toronto, I'm, I'm very happy that we've given up on that model because Insigne's out for whatever it's worth, but Bernadeschi just, just doesn't care. He does not care. And, and, I, care. and I need to know what Tavon said to him. When yeah. he tried to skill Tavon, and Tavon just so effortlessly dispossessed it, and then you see him flick his head back, shout something. I need to know what was said, because Bernadette, not happy about it, whatever it was. I just, I hope it was just, oops, that's yes. it. Good win. Thank you, NYCFC, for making my Sunday nice. Mm. Hopefully the Steelers right now, who's kicked off a couple of minutes ago, hopefully they keep my mood high. I was going to say, not much it. luck with Kenny, but you have fantasy to it. Two wins to help you two, this week. Two wins in fantasy, hopefully. Against um, me. Yep. Yeah. Well, and I'll say this for the Giants fans that are still listening. I thought I could dodge the bullet that is Daniel Jones, my quarterback. I sat him, but still, for whatever reason, had the dumb idea to keep Waller in there. I should have known. If I'm sitting if I'm sitting DJ, why am I playing Waller? Both drop stinkers, so the fantasy team is in a dark place right now. And I'm matched up against him this week, and I, I don't think I'm losing by less than 80 right now <laughs> well it's funny is last week you really had that moment where it's all of the people on yeah. the finish of the stairs and they're celebrating their medals and they're, but they're being normal and then it goes down to the guy that's in sixth place yeah. he's just dumping champagne well i, I kind of i've kind of done it to myself in the way that you celebrated that like it was a championship yeah well so last week i pop in the fantasy chat and i say is my team the best team this league has ever seen yeah, in its five-year history? Ever, ever. And uh, and I paid for it. <laughs> and I let you have your moment, mostly. You Mostly. I mostly yeah. let you have your moment. There was pushback. There was a little bit of pushback, but, but then I was like, I'm going to let him you, have his time. Me. And I just said, if I beat him next week, that I'm just going to have to throw a little, <laughs> damn, I just beat the best the team ever. 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 Wow. And I had to score 120 points. Yeah. So... Matt Stafford and Puka Nakua could have yeah, I, something to say. And not only that, but if Stafford only throws touchdowns to Williams, then it just nulls out. Oh, yeah, you have Kyron. So so that's the, the fantasy segment. And, and possibly 115. <laughs> I don't know. I don't have anything else. Yeah, yeah, and that, that, that probably is 115. We appreciate you guys for popping in. Hopefully the, uh, the audio sounds a little sweeter. Remember to close the windows. The, yeah, the windows are closed. I don't think the crickets are getting the time of day today on, yeah. on the pod. And the producer put a little stimmy into the audio pack, so... Yes, yeah. So it should sound nice. And, and it should sound consistent whether we're here or at a stadium on location. I think we're looking to make it out to a game by the end of the, the thing. I know there's some rumors flying around, but not nothing that anybody knows. I think people on Twitter... I don't know. Never mind. No, they were, oh, they were talking about the, the Red Bull game. For whatever reason, SeatGeek or Ticketmaster updated that the game was postponed a day. Hours before... The club talked about it, so that's a whole different story. But hopefully, we can make it out to a game. We're gonna have to. Yeah. We're gonna have to see what happens with the RBA. I know that the Yankees got officially eliminated today, so Yankee Stadium is free for the remainder of the year, remainder of the season. Wow, I know they they like to start their wind down a little early. Yeah, well, and I know the the Mets are the Mets are close to also being shitty. That's, Sorry, Sorry, New York. That's the word. The 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 baseball teams are horrible. And the football team, really. 
and the football teams, really. Granted, somebody made 60K betting on every single under for every single player. And so they were so happy to see their team get blown out. Yeah. But that was you guys. After Miami. After Miami. And hopefully, hopefully, hopefully Leo needs a little bit of muscle rest. Well, yeah, him and Alba both have been out of training for a long time. By a long time, a few days. So <laughs> let's, let's see what they care about in terms of they want to go win a championship. I, I know they got a chance to win the Open Cup still. Yeah, I believe. Oh, it's worth mentioning too. Every single result that I don't know what the I know Miami and Orlando are playing right now, so I don't want to speak for that. But every single other result that we needed this week went our way. Charlotte yeah. lost. Chicago Fire tied. Would have preferred a loss. And then the Red Bulls hate rooting for uh for them but they knocked off dc which is huge for us and in terms of a playoff push we play dc and chicago right and miami all three teams so it's realistically in our hands it is in our hands I, i'm pretty sure if if That's we're it's a win out it, nobody else can affect us right. being in or not the only difference that it's going to make is whether we're going to finish eight or nine which is going to say a lot there's there's rumors that if we can get the eight seed the Yankees are out of the playoffs, and that's all I have to say. The Yankees are out of the playoffs. If we could get the eight seed, bring that play in game to Brooklyn. <laughs> bring it, or not the Bronx. Jeez. The Bronx. That's it's 20 push ups. Unforgivable. So, yeah, I'll, I'll do them off, off camera. After after we end recording, yeah. I'll do 20 of them. And so we'll see. Right have, for something. A lot to talk about after, after Miami, a lot of potential things here and there. And maybe some news that we haven't gotten yet. What if Pellegrini gets a run against his old club? If Pe- yeah. No. Okay. All right. Well, that might come. Might ruin next episode if it ruins the next game. Hopefully, don't ever want to root for the GOAT not to be fit to play. But hopefully, Messi can't play. Hopefully, Alba can't play. And I'm not worried about Busquets because he's been terrible. So that's 115. That's not true. 115. And we'll we see you guys next week. <laughs> yeah. Peace. peace.